Are you ready to make 2022 the year that you step into total alignment? If you answered yes, then I'm excited to share with you my Aligned Mind 30 Challenge that is running from the 1st to the 30th of January. In this challenge, we will commit ourselves to 30 days of getting our habits into alignment with the mindset that we want to be in to achieve our goals. So what this involves is a community to keep you accountable with implementing daily habits that will allow your mind, body, and soul to shift into total alignment. Inside the Aligned Mind Facebook community, I'll be keeping you accountable every day for 30 days to show up and complete your Aligned Mind action items. This will include daily practices of gratitude, meditation, journaling, and movement. In order to achieve your goals, you need to put habits in place to support your success. So this is the perfect challenge for you if you have big goals for 2022. Registration is now open. So the official start date of the challenge is January 1st. So that means the sooner you join, the better. Now guys, the regular price of the Aligned Mind Challenge is just $99. But for all my podcast listeners, you can join the challenge now for only $55 if you sign up before January 1st. The link is in the episode description of this episode if you want to join the challenge now. Remember, this $55 pricing is exclusive for you podcast listeners and you must register for the challenge before January 1st. So I hope to have you guys all joining me in the Aligned Mind 30. Let's kick 2022 off with an absolute bang. Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Today is one exciting bonus episode for you guys. As you already know, season three has come to an end, but that ain't going to stop me from releasing this bonus episode to you guys because, well, today is the 21st of December, 2021, which means tomorrow is the 22nd of December. Now, why does this date matter? Well, if you've been following along my journey long enough, then you would know the answer to this. But the 22nd of December actually marks the one year anniversary since I launched my coaching business. So it was back in December on the 22nd in 2020, where I went all in. I became self-employed. I fully stepped away from the nine to five office job. I was working in the architecture industry. I closed all doors on that chapter of my life and I fully lent into this purpose that I was being pulled towards. And what is absolutely insane is I remember that day. I remember that day crystal clear. I was so excited to go into work for the last time. 
I was also so nervous as well, but excitement was mostly what I was feeling. I went to the office. I enjoyed my final day with the other staff. I took some sneaky videos for content, of course, (laughs) whilst my boss wasn't looking. But then I left the office and I walked to my car and I sat inside my car in the car park and I screamed. I screamed with absolute excitement because I knew that that was the last day, the very last page of that chapter. And everything that was ahead of me was what I was choosing to do. It was what I was being pulled to do. It was what I was feeling passionate about pursuing. And that was something that I had been lacking for so long, right? Like when I was in the architecture industry, when I was studying at uni, when I was working that job, I lacked so much fulfillment in the work that I was doing. And so What got me most excited that day was realizing that that was the last day I ever had to live like that, right? And that every day moving forward would be in complete and utter alignment with what it was that I truly wanted to be doing with my life. I remember going home and I remember buying a bottle of champagne. It was a pretty cheap bottle of champagne, to be honest, because, you know, I'd spent all my money literally on a coach, like, you know, the couple weeks before or something. And I bought a bottle of champagne, I made up a cheese platter, and one of my best friends came over and helped celebrate that day with me. And I just think it's so important to put intention behind celebrating these sorts of milestones because they only happen once, right? So now we are here today, a year later, and it's absolutely insane because All of the goals that I set out to achieve in the past year, not only did I achieve, but I surpassed, right? And like, that's what's absolutely insane to me is that when you are crystal clear on what it is that you want, what it is that you desire, and you go all in on that, you get fully focused on that one thing, anything can be possible for you. And so now I'm sitting here celebrating my one year anniversary in business. And I think now is also the perfect time to start planning the second year, the goals that I want to achieve, where I want to see things expanding. But more importantly than that, more importantly than setting those new goals, you need to be intentional about doing that reflection, right? Really doing a deep reflection and appreciating how much work went into getting you to where you are now. So no matter who you are and no matter what it is you're doing, I challenge you to take this day today to pause and just reflect on where the fuck you've gotten yourself in this life. This past year, the past 10 years, whatever it is you want to do, be intentional today about celebrating yourself and the progress that you are making and the hard fucking work that you're doing to get to where you are. So today's episode, obviously in the spirit of this one year anniversary, what I thought would be really awesome to do is dive in and share with you guys the 10 things that, well, there's obviously more than 10 things, but I had to keep it short for time purposes. What I'm going to share with you is 10 of the things that I have learned in my first year of business in hopes that it's going to help you guys, help you new business owners or help you current business owners 
in the pursuit of this next year to come in your businesses. So let's dive in without further ado and let's start learning the 10 things that I want to share with you guys that I've really taken away from this first year of business. And let me tell you what, guys, first year is always going to be the hardest, right? But it's also going to be the most rewarding because you are going to come across so many challenges, so many hurdles, you know, so many different things along the way that you're going to be experiencing for the very first time. And so this is why there's so much that you can learn from that first year. So in saying that, the first thing that I want to share with you guys today is the importance of setting yourself clear goals and deadlines, right? As I mentioned before, when I was sort of introing this episode, every single goal that I set myself for 2021, I surpassed. And why? It's because I was so clear on the goals I had. And I also put such solid deadlines on them that that was like a motivator for me to actually achieve them. So if you're not setting clear goals and putting deadlines with those goals as well, you're never going to be making that massive progress that you see other people making online. And that's the thing, right? Like online, you can literally see what everyone's doing in their business when they're hitting milestones and all of this. And the reason why people are able to hit such massive goals in such short amount of times is because they get crystal clear on what it is they want to achieve and they commit to a date as well. Because when you have that clarity around what it is you want to achieve, it becomes easier to figure out the steps in order to achieve it. And when you put a deadline on something that acts as a motivator, right? Something that puts urgency and makes you want to show up so then you can reach that target. Now, the months that I didn't set goals, in all honesty, like, you know, I wasn't perfect. It wasn't every single month I'd set solid goals, clear goals. And it was these months that I didn't go about setting my goals that were actually my slowest months, right? Versus the months where I did set goals. And those months would be my biggest months. And why it just comes down to having that clarity again, knowing what you're working towards. So that's tip number one. Set yourself clear goals and deadlines. Now, the second thing that I've learned in this first year of business is if you have a poor money mindset, then you're automatically limiting the potential of the income that you can make. Okay, so I talk about this a lot when we're having money mindset episodes or even when there's guests coming on and we're talking about money mindset. But I guess even when we're talking about manifestation in general, right? The thing is, if your money blueprint is set to that scarcity mode, then that's automatically or inevitably, I guess, what you're going to experience. So the key to scaling your income, the key to being able to make more money is you need to develop a positive relationship money in the first place in order to actually attract more of it. And what I've sort of found from this past year as well is There's going to be moments where your money mindset is really strong. And these are often the moments where things are going really freaking good. And then in those moments where maybe you are feeling a bit more scarcity or maybe you are facing some specific challenges, that's where your money mindset really gets tested. And just like any fear, just like any limiting belief or any negative and disempowering mindset, like you have the ability to change these things. So just take away from this that if you have a poor money mindset, 
then you're automatically limiting the potential of your income. So if you're not actively working on your money mindset as a business owner, then put it on your to-do list of things that you have to freaking start doing, okay? So lesson number three then is prioritize yourself and your energy, okay? Now, this was something I didn't do for a very long time. In fact, I would go as far to say the first six months of my business, I didn't prioritize myself or my energy, you know, and that ultimately, like, again, if you guys have been following along in my journey, that led to me burning out. In fact, I actually ended up in hospital around, I think it was around June or July. I ended up in hospital because I let my self-care go so much and I was allowing my energy to be drained so much that the consequences of this physically manifested in my body and caused me to go to the emergency room for treatment, right? So in saying this, like your business won't grow if you're going to burn yourself out. The way I like to think of it is the burnout is unsustainable. You make all this progress, you make all this momentum to then be like set back the same amount of steps that you really stepped forward in that time right? So burnout is not sustainable. If you want to really aim for sustainable and lasting growth in your business, you need to prioritize yourself and you need to prioritize your energy. So what I suggest you do is be really intentional about creating time specifically for self-care and filling up your cup. And honestly, this needs to be a daily thing, right? Not just a once a week, this needs to be a daily thing. And you also need to put solid boundaries in place as well about, you know, how much people can take from you. And in this industry where we're, you know, focused on service, it can be very easy to overextend ourselves and overextend our energy to people. But you really need to pull yourself back and you need to put those boundaries in place, boundaries with people, boundaries with clients, and also boundaries between you and your business. So that's step number three or Lesson number three, I guess. This now brings me to lesson four. So lesson four that I learned across this first year in my business is, again, coming back to goals, right? As you grow, you need to remember to always be adjusting your goals and routines and anything else for that matter. And see, I made this mistake a couple of times. Let's say, for example, your client base increased. If you don't increase your self-care, when that increase in your client base happens, you're going to feel the effects of that in your physical energy. And that's what would happen to me. I'd have like a really busy month and then all of a sudden, like I'd bring on all of these new clients and I wouldn't make any changes to my self-care or routine. And as a result of that, more energy was being drained from me, but there wasn't more time that I was creating to give back to me, right? To refill up my own cup. And again, this leads to burnout. This leads to that unsustainable growth. So you need to make sure as you grow, you remember to always make those adjustments. Adjusting your goals, first and foremost, you know, if you hit a certain goal, if you hit a certain milestone, well, you need to make sure that you're going to be setting a new one, a bigger one, so then you can continue growing rather than staying stagnant. And then adjusting your routine to support your growth as well. Right. So those two things are really, really important to keep in mind. And I only really learned those things through trial and error. So lesson number five that I want to share with you guys today is you don't need to do it all on your own. Now, I don't know who needs to hear that, but you don't need to do it all on your own. And in fact, 
You can't do it all on your own. If you want to grow and scale like a massive business for yourself, you're going to need support. You're going to need help. You're going to need to have people in your corner. Now, they say the word self-made millionaire, but I don't really believe that any millionaire would really truly be self-made. At least not any business owner, right? Because when you're building a business, whether it's a six-figure or a seven-figure business, you need to have a team in order to be able to scale efficiently. So you don't need to do it all on your own, guys. Outsource help so that you can scale your business. If you can't afford to do it right now, then set a goal as to when you want to do it by and who you want to bring on board. If you can afford to do it right now, if you're finding that the profit at the end of your month is large enough that you could bring at least one team member on, then seriously put some thought into who that team member is going to be, who that first hire is going to be. What we want to do is make sure we're being business owners, not business operators. Okay. And you're a business operator as long as you are in the business or running the business, doing the work, turning the gears. If you can't step away from your business and have it run itself, then you're not a business owner, you're a business operator. And the only way, therefore, to become a business owner is to outsource, is to build a team. And guys, one of the greatest benefits of this as well is that through outsourcing, through building a team out, you're going to be creating more time for yourself, right? You're going to be able to create more time in your schedule to do things that you want to be doing or create more time in your schedule to do the things that you love doing in your business that you need to be showing up for. Maybe it means you can bring on more clients because you're freeing up some time for yourself. And then automatically in that, there goes your income. Your income scaled further. See what I mean? As soon as you start outsourcing help and bringing a team on board, so much more becomes possible for you. So lesson number five is you don't need to do it all on your own, okay? You don't need to do it all on your own. And that's something that I have been practicing myself. I'm constantly expanding my team, you know, where it is needed or where it is necessary. And this is an important step. You know, it's something that I took from the moment I was making enough profit to do so. Bringing on that first assistant and then the second and then the third. So now I want to move on to lesson number six for you guys. This one's a big one, okay? And this is something, again, that I speak about quite a lot. You need to know your worth and stand confidently behind it. I'm going to say that one more time for everyone up the back. Know your worth and stand confidently behind it. Now, guys, one major lesson that I want you to learn as soon in your business journey as possible is don't depend on external validation to tell you that you are good enough. And that applies for non-business people as well. That just applies for the everyday person in general. Don't depend on external validation to tell you that you are good enough. Be the one that validates yourself. Do the work. Identify your worth. Get confident in that. You know, as you do go across building your business, right, this is something that I have experienced More less than often, to be honest. I think that this maybe happened like once or maybe twice in my entire year of business so far is 
When someone asks you the question, well, why are you worth that amount if I could pay someone else less? Now, if you are depending on external validation to validate and put confidence in your worth and the prices that you set on yourself, when you're put in these situations, you're going to crumble. But if you have true confidence in you, the value you offer and the value that you hold, then you're going to be unshaken by these sorts of occurrences. So number six is know your worth and stand confidently behind that. Be the one to validate yourself rather than seeking that externally from other people. So now, guys, we have four more lessons to go. Lesson number seven, be intentional about learning how to run a business. Okay, now... This is something that I was so conscious of literally since the beginning of my business journey. How are you ever going to grow into a seven-figure CEO if you don't know the basics of running a business? Now, when I say basics of running a business, to name a couple, financial literacy, knowing what that is, understanding it. Accounting, right? Like obviously you can get an accountant to do different aspects like taxes and this and that and this and that, but you also need to have an understanding of how accounting works, how bookkeeping works, how invoicing systems and reconciling payments and all of these sorts of things work. And not to mention tracking your numbers as well, what's coming into your business and what's going out of it. Now, that's something that I had to learn the hard way, right? Because sometimes when we have cash flow coming in, we can get overexcited and then start putting too much back out. So if you're not tracking the balance, if you're not tracking the cash flow properly, then you're going to find yourself in some challenging situations. So understanding the accounting and the cash flow, the movement of money, and also understanding the actual business management side of things. You know, like, If you've got a team, how are you going to manage your team? If you're just a one-man show, well, how are you managing your business yourself? And in this, like the systems and processes, right, that you need to use and implement to scale, to grow, to work with clients, to, you know, to process payments, everything, all the systems, all the processes, there's so many involved in business. So slowly start to become familiar with them all. And then finally, learning how to think like a CEO. Okay, if you are staying in the mindset of an employee, you're never truly going to be able to get to that point in your business where you are that seven-figure CEO, right? So it's about switching out of being an employee and becoming an employer, which is a challenge that I know a lot of people face when they are stepping out of that nine-to-five world, right? Because For so long, you were that role of the employee. But in order to get your business to, you know, the sort of size or just the success that you want to see happening in it, you do need to get yourself out of that employee mindset and into the mindset of a CEO. So this now brings me on to lesson number eight. Guys, your business is going to go through seasons. Now, please allow that to just sit with you for a moment. Your business is going to go through different seasons. There's going to be busy seasons and there's also going to be slow seasons. This is what we call balance, right? It's like anything. 
You need to balance the scales out. You can't just have all busy. You can't just have all slow. You just can't have all masculine or feminine or this or that, you know, like black and white, yin, yang. It's all about the balance. So your business is going to experience this balancing of the scales as well. There's going to be some periods that are busy and some periods that are slower. And so what you really need to do is just learn how to leverage the seasons that you're in. If you know the slow seasons are going to be inevitable, well, what can you do in these slow seasons to prepare you for the busy seasons, right? The way that I like to think of it is the slow is all about the preparation, the creation, the rest, right? A really important point there. And the busy seasons are all about that hustle, right? The aligned hustle, the massive action taking, the big, bold moves, the risks, all of that. So to put it in perspective for you, what I want you to start doing is visualizing and looking at your business as though it's a tree, right? Now a tree, let's say an apple tree, because I like apples, apple tree, your business is an apple tree. Now, that apple tree isn't going to have fruit on it year round. There's only specific seasons where that fruit is able to be sowed. But just because the tree doesn't have fruit on it all year round doesn't mean that you're not going to tend the tree. It doesn't mean that you're not going to water it and fertilize it and look after it, right? Because in those seasons where there are no fruit, that's where it's the most crucial to really care for that tree. Because the amount of care, the amount of energy, the amount of time that you put into it during those periods is what's going to determine the fruitfulness of the apples that actually bloom when the season comes around. So your business is going to go through seasons. There's going to be seasons where there's fruit on that tree and there's going to be seasons where that tree is bare. But just be okay with that and know that that's all about the balance and that Those bare seasons are about the preparation, the creation, and the rest. And those fruitful seasons are about the hustle, the action, you know, reaping the rewards. So that's lesson eight that I've learned. Now on to lesson nine. Realize that abundance is all around you and it does not solely come from financial gain. So I did do a really awesome podcast episode on this this last season and Essentially, what we spoke about is why it's important to step into an abundance frequency so that you can become a super attractor. And this really comes back to that example that I just shared with you as well about that, you know, the apple tree and there being seasons of fruit and seasons of no fruit. And so when we're looking at abundance coming solely from financial gain, we're in this mindset where we're only abundant when there's fruit on the tree. And that's not the truth. That's not how things should be. And I found myself in that mindset from time to time across this past year. So I'm trying to switch myself consciously out of that place to be in that abundance frequency all the time and realize that even when there is no fruit on the tree, that tree itself is still so abundant with life, right? And so is your business. Just because financial gain may not be there at said points, does not mean that the abundance is absent from your business, right? So really realizing that abundance is all around you and does not solely come from financial gain, that is an absolute game changer of an awareness to come to. So finally, guys, this brings me to the 10th and final lesson that I want to share with you guys today that I've really gained 
from this first year of being in business. The truth is you can do it all, just not all at once. And this is something that when you're an overachiever, when you're someone who has that shiny object syndrome, like you want to do it all. You just want to do it all. You just want to go and chase every single thing, every single idea, every single breakthrough that comes your way. But the thing is, you can do it all, just not all at once. Because when you try to do it all at once, that's when you actually end up falling off the scales. That's when you end up becoming overwhelmed or you end up burning yourself out, right? Taking on too much for what you can actually handle. So what you should be doing is taking it step by step, focusing on mastering one thing at a time and then really moving on to the next from there. And that's a really big and important lesson that I want you guys to all take away from this. You can do it all, just not all at once. So focus on the first step, right? Your business will be there eventually. Your business will be doing 10K months. It will be doing $100,000 years. It will be eventually doing million dollar years, right? Like you will get there, but it takes a step-by-step process in order to do so. So pace yourself and really accept the fact that you can do it all just gradually over time. And in saying that, guys, that is the 10 things that I have really learned and taken away from this first year of business. You know, as I said, like the first year is the freaking hardest year in my opinion, because like I said before, you're going through all of these challenges and experiences that you've never before had to deal with or go through, right? So it's hard. When you get knocked down, it's harder to get back up because sometimes you're getting back up for the very first time from being knocked down from that height, right? But the thing is, there is so much opportunity for growth that comes from those challenges, those experiences. That very first year, even though it may feel like the hardest, it is going to be one of the most rewarding years you will ever experience as a business owner. And from there, it is all up, okay? Because when you face the challenges again, or when you face experiences again, you're not facing them for the first time. You're facing them as a returned veteran, someone who knows how to overcome them. That is a powerful thing. That is the power of growth. And the only way to get to that level That level of resilience, that level of growth is by starting, by taking those first steps. So to all of you new business owners out there, for all of you who are still in your first year of business, for all of you who are maybe in a later year of business or literally just starting your very first month now, you have got this, okay? Believe in yourself, set your clear goals, get crystal clear on where it is you want to be, who it is you want to be, what it is you want to be doing and commit 100% to it, okay? Do your reflecting, set your intentions and then a year from now, come back and see who you've been able to come, what you've been able to create and it's going to be a powerful experience for you to sit with. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. 
If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all from me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.